set. Welcome back to Some Out of the Box. I am your, I guess, main host, Dominic Latella. Um, and to my right in this podcast, and probably most podcasts, is my, my partner, my life partner, my business partner, my podcast partner, my wife, the queen of baked goods, Lissa. <laughs> Latella. Give it up for yourself. Um, <laughs> As, the crowd goes wild. This podcast. Hello, thank you for welcoming me. You could give someone else a chance to speak. My goodness gracious. I could, but I like talking too much. Um, as this podcast progresses and grows and develops, trying to do a better job, I already recognize that, at least from episode one to episode, which this episode, which would be episode eleven, the sound quality has gotten tremendously better but we still need to work on it at least in our opinion in our opinion um so bear with us as we grow let's all grow together why not um in this garden known as life yes uh so last podcast we took a little bit of a break from talking about butterfly because i talked to our friend bill brenner dun 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 and we talked about learning and teaching styles but we're going to go back to talking about Butterfly, this podcast. Um, so just to kind of review a little bit from the previous Butterfly podcast that we talked about, mm-hmm. we were really focused on the arms. We gave, I think, a couple of good drills that people can do. And if they wanted to check them out, they can find them on our YouTube. Uh, hover arms, as well as triangle drill, where they're, uh, I think, way smarter to start to learn Butterfly through the arms than through the kick. And that's Mm -hmm. what we mostly talked about in the previous podcast about Butterfly. So this podcast, I'd like to elaborate on that a little bit more. And then also start talking about, you know, different things people can do to learn Butterfly. And some hangups that people might have with Butterfly. You mean like your sadness that you weren't a Butterflyer? Exactly like that. That's exactly right. But I am a Butterflyer now because I am self-proclaimed. I identify as a Butterflyer. I am no longer a backstroker. Okay. Right. Let's just let him think that. I couldn't even call myself a backstroker because I'm also barely even swimming now. Do I try to hit this fly that's on the table? Ah! I think everyone just heard that. Sorry, guys. There's this giant fly and I can't hit it. And I tried. It probably would have been really gross if I did. But anyway, I'm sure it'll come back. I'm glad that you didn't hit the fly. Yes. We're talking about butterfly. We don't need to be killing flies. Oh, hey. Oh. Anyway. Oh my god. Um, Oh my god. So. My recommendation for anyone that's trying to learn butterfly for the first time or improve their butterfly is to get a monofin. Um, What is a monofin? A monofin is a giant fin that you put both your feet into so you can live your life fantasy of being a a little mermaid. A mermaid. Yeah. Um, I like the monofin because it helps keep legs together and it helps understand the movement, but also it supports the arms. The entire movement of your body. The entire, the entire movement, movement of butterfly. But it helps support you learning your arm movements because it lets your legs react naturally to how they would react in butterfly. Mm-hmm. Um, not ever giving 100% of the priority to the kick. Okay? Because the kick is not what powers you. The kick isn't what moves you forward. It keeps right. you up. Right. Right. And in some cases, it will be what brings you down too. So if you kick too hard... Mm-hmm. and you press your legs down too far, you break your, I don't want to say the word streamline because it's not really a streamline, but you break your hydrodynamic quality. 
right? You start Ooh, causing more. Fancy term. You, yes, I'm fancy. Uh, you start sort of causing more drag uh-huh. than propulsion. In an attempt to cause more propulsion, you cause more drag by kicking too hard and too far down. Um, okay. I would say majority of the swimmers I get to work with and the majority of the swimmers that I have ever worked with in my life always have a better down kick. I only know one. One. Pause to find down kick. Oh, a down kick is literally your legs moving downward. Right. So there are, two, there are two parts of the kick, the yes. up kick and the down kick. Yes. Just so everyone is aware. Self-explanatory when you think about it. Kind of obvious. Just take a second. Absorb the knowledge. Process that. Process these words. <laughs> so I've only had one swimmer have sort of a more natural inclination to an up kick. So that means to me, most people have to focus on the up kick. Mm -hmm. The focus of the up kick is basically learning how to do that hover arms drill. Mm -hmm. That hover arm drill emphasizes the end of the up kick, but the process in order to get your legs up is really trying to bring the back of your knees up towards the surface. So it's a bit weird. It's an odd movement to it's think an about. Odd like I know what it is and I'm thinking about it and I'm like, gee, that's weird. Yeah. And I, I like to think about it in those terms because everyone wants to put the emphasis on what your hips are doing. Mm-hmm. But if you straighten your legs out and try to get your back, your knees up to the surface of the water, your hips follow suit. They do what they're supposed Reactionary to do. Reactionary movement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it would be, I think, kind of rare for someone not to be able to move their hips with that cue of bringing their knees up to the surface of the water unless you think about it too hard yeah if you if you overthink anything right because i'm thinking about it now being like do i even do that i know i do but it's still odd it's an odd yeah so it means weird so a monofin can help support this movement because Mm -hmm. it does give resistance and that resistance just helps build strength and i don't want to say power but just strength in the movement Mm-hmm. All right. And eventually we take the monofin off and it starts happening automatically. But the monofin does absolutely help. Uh, it's not a requirement. You don't need it. You can use a normal pair of fins. Don't you also use it? I think we talked about this in the first butterfly one to help learn the arms. Don't you use it yeah. sort of as like a crutch, like training wheels? Yeah. Right. Okay. Absolutely. And, and you can use a normal pair of fins too. Our preference is just, at least my preference, I won't speak for you, but my preference is just a monofin. Mm-hmm. But if you don't want to go out and buy a monofin, because it is a very specific tool, you wouldn't use it for anything other than working your underwater kicks, dolphin kicks, or your butterfly. Right. So it's a probably a, a very narrow scope of people that actually need a monofin. Yeah. Um, but if but you I mean, want, they're, and they're not cheap. The monofin is. I think they're like more 50 expensive. Bucks? Fifty, sixty. Yeah. yeah, something like that. But if you like toys and you want to have, you know, build a swim closet, it's definitely something someone should have Ooh, in a swim, swim closet. closet. Yeah. Do we you have, have a swim closet? I don't, but I know clients that do. I have a swim warehouse, basically, uh, where I, I keep my, my big toys, like the endless pool and the Vossa trainer and things like that. Oh, that's yours. It's oh, mostly I thought that mine. was ours. Okay, it's mostly that's mine. Fine. <laughs> that's fine. No, it's cool. That's fine. It's whatever. I, I, apparently we have own, a swim I apparently own warehouse. nothing in the world. It's fine. We it's have a yours. swim warehouse. It's fine. Well, I have a swim bin. Good. Which sounds really lame compared to your endless pool that I <laughs> thought was mine, too. But that's fine. It's mostly ours. Um, so we want to use the monofin to help emphasize 
the up kick a little bit, but mm -hmm. also support the arms a little bit. The down kick will happen very naturally. You don't really need to think about it. I think some of the worst advice I've ever heard given to a young butterfly is not to bend their knees. I think that's terrible Oof, advice. I've never heard that. It sounds awful. Well, you hear it in freestyle too, right? People say, yeah, don't bend your knees, no, don't bend true. your knees. So they take that same concept and try to apply it to butterfly, but your knees have to bend in butterfly. Mm -hmm. They're just going to bend less than probably what that coach was cueing that they want them to do, right? right? So you just have to figure that out, that there is a little bit of a bend. It's okay to bend your knee. You need to bend your knees. Mm -hmm. But at some point, your legs also will straighten out, and that right. straightening out is the up kick. So if you have to straighten your knees out, that means your knee has to bend first. So that's mm -hmm. the down kick. Okay. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. The most important thing when it comes to kicking of freestyle or a flutter kick rather, or butterfly kick is you've got to have relaxed ankles. Always Loose comes down to that. Ankles. Always comes down to that. Without Such those relaxed ankles. Yeah. It is a good compliment. You didn't know that, did you? If someone walks up to you and go, Damn, you got my some loose. My word, <laughs> your ankles are so loose. My word. Golly gee. <laughs> uh, if someone said my word to me, your ankles are loose, I would die. I laughing. can't wait to say this to you tomorrow. Um, can't. So wait. loose ankles, relaxed knees, focusing on the up kick, learning how to do hover arms, I think is such a crucial skill when it comes to learning butterfly. Mm -hmm. But the hardest thing to learn in any stroke other than backstroke drum roll please is, bre <laughs> is breathing <laughs> that was an interesting drum roll it sounded like you were drowning but we'll I, take it if you're not watching i could be it's true if you're not watching on youtube i might be drowning right it's now true um so the breath the breath always very difficult to learn freestyle it, it is very difficult for some people to learn in breaststroke and mm -hmm. it is absolutely difficult to learn in butterfly because butterfly requires a lot of effort no matter who's doing it you can do it with lower effort once mm -hmm. you get good but it does take a lot of energy to produce it right um, some of the issues with the breath in butterfly is initiating the breath too early so if you start trying to pick so your head to, up well you never want to pick your head up oh let's let's unpack that Oh, you want to unpack it? <laughs> phrase that you stole from somewhere else. I love that phrase now because it's so silly. What am I unpacking? Nothing. Um, <laughs> so, knowledge. Let's We're unpacking start, knowledge. Let's start with how someone should breathe. In butterfly. In Keep butterfly. Keep that in mind. Right. The goal in the breath, just like in freestyle, is how low you can keep to the surface. Mm -hmm. Okay. You're, I always prefer people to turn their head, not to turn their head, sorry, to lift their chin forward. So more like a tilting. So it's, I think of it like a hungry, hungry hippo motion. Right? Oh my gosh, that's so funny. You press yeah. that trigger down and the head moves forward and up, right? So it's forward, as I hit the microphone with my chin, forward and up Right. to get the breath. So I that, don't like people turning their head to the side to breathe. I never understood that. People did that when I, like, I remember watching the Olympics. You it get was, that one rando who's, like, yeah. turning to the side to breathe. Everyone thinks it looks cool. I don't right. get it. You're taking yourself out of the movement that the rest of your body is making. Right. It's making energy move to the side mm -hmm. versus forward or right. up and down even a little bit. But even beyond that, you have to have a ton of flexibility 
not mobility, flexibility in your neck in order to do that. To turn, you mean? Yep. Yeah. Most people don't. Most people don't have that ability. So. Well, especially when you're learning, why would you tell someone, okay, you want to stay, like, you don't want to go up and down, you want to stay flattish in the water, but here, turn. Turn, turn, turn one piece of yourself to the side. Yeah. And what do we what do we all know from turning our head in freestyle is that your head will follow where you look. It's true. So then you're just causing yourself a problem. Making things more difficult. You're making for sure. it way harder. Unless you just have a gumby neck. What in the world is that? You know, like no no resistance in your neck. You have a ton of flexibility. Who is a guy? I need an example other than Gumby. Oh damn it! That's what I was gonna go with. Yeah. Pokey. How about that? <laughs> the horse. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're the worst. <laughs> Very few people have that flexibility. Um, and if you want to experiment, plus with you also to that have way, to can, lift but... up higher out of the water in order to do that. Potentially, yes. Yeah. Uh, I would say overall, yes. Yeah. Um, and that okay. brings me to my next point. So anyway, recap. Tilt. Chin forward. Chin forward. If you've done any open You're water like swimming, a if you've done any open water swimming, mm -hmm. it's like sighting. It's like doing alligator eyes. Uh. All right. It's the idea of you're kind of just barely breaching the surface with the tip of your nose, and then as you open your upper mandible. Words, guys. These to words today. Inhale through your mouth. Uh huh your chin would be resting maybe just below, like I'm talking like a centimeter below, maybe even less than that below the surface. And there's a really great photo um, of the 2016 Olympics, I believe. It could have been 2012, but I think, when was it was like the head to head of Phelps and Lochte? Was that 2012? Oh my gosh. Or was that 2016? Let's consult the internet. So there's a really cool photo of them swimming butterfly next to each other and Ryan Lochte is looking down and breathing so that means his face is completely above the waterline looking down to take his breath where Phelps is looking forward and his chin is still on the surface do you know where to find this image I have no idea maybe look up like Ryan Lochte Phelps butterfly something I like mean that. I did Michael Phelps versus Ryan Lochte, 2012 Olympics. I don't remember if it's 2012 or 2016. Hmm. Um, I am not figuring it out. I'm getting to that age, I guess, where the years are running together. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. Um, so that, that image really does a great job of summing up what is probably the best approach for the, for the most people out there. If I can find this image, I'll link to it, guys. But so far, I just got a lot of Michael Phelps. Ah! For not watching people. Can you describe what you just did for the people just listening? Gosh, I want to say something, but I feel like it Arms was very negative. Arms up in the air negative. with all of his medals around you know, his neck? No, he's like in the water and all of them. Oh, oh, oh. His little... Like a gorilla. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, in the best sense of the word. Right. Right? So, Positive. The image that I'm talking about demonstrates how looking forward keeps you low to the surface. Mm -hmm. And staying low to the surface like that keeps you more horizontal. So if you kept Saves your face power, right? So too. there's less energy. Yeah, for sure. You're causing less drag, mm -hmm. so you don't have to generate as much propulsion. Mm -hmm. And then you don't. You're traveling further with each sort of propulsive force, your kick or your arms. Yeah. Um, but if you look down and try to lift yourself up clear out of the water, you've got to lift yourself up even higher to do that. Right. I think the thought 
was if you look down, you stay in a streamline, which is a silly thought in my opinion. But hey, you know, well, they're trying yeah. new things and they're, they're trying to experiment. And I uh, applaud them for that. Mm -hmm. So it causes people to lift up, causes their legs to go down further. They become more vertical. Mm -hmm. They're spending more time in the air. And as you know, the higher you go, the lower you will fall. So we don't want that in butterfly. We want to stay sort of just like we talked about, I think in one of the freestyle episodes, I know we did because I compared it to the Jetsons. What is the smallest tube you can swim through? Mm -hmm. So you don't want big lifts up out of the water and deep dives down into the like water. Like that stupid drill we talked about, the dolphin dive drill. Right. Also, there's another drill, Beyondy drill, that teaches that same thing. Some people call it mud skipper drill. It teaches those same movements. I've never heard these terms. I'm learning something today. So no one needs to know about these drills. Basically, they're bad drills. So I only mention them to say don't do them. Mm. Um, I I think some things that people need to be aware of in butterfly mm -hmm. is is learning how to catch narrow. So once their arms enter the water, their arms should be in sort of a Y shape. But from that Y shape, they're going to catch inward somewhere in line with their shoulder that's why we emphasize that's why we have the triangle drill triangle drill right so we start wide we catch narrow mm -hmm. but then we finish wide again that means you're feathering out away from your body same finish like in freestyle right and people have a hard time with this but they a lot of swim coaches believe that you be, should be pulling back in a perfectly straight line and what that does is cause your arms to get stuck on the exit because your arms can't move up and around like in a circle. Mm -hmm. Like a, think, think a wheel on a uh, wheelchair. Your arms don't move that way. They're not on the side of you like that. Yeah. Right? So we have to move outward and around. So if you know what a racing wheelchair looks like, their wheels are angled inward at the top mm, and okay. outward at the bottom. Just like I'm proposing your stroke pattern should be. There's a reason for that, all right? So that it allows us to have more contact with the water for a longer period of time. Okay. And it also allows better movement through your shoulders and your back. Safer right? movement, it's too. It's much safer. Mm -hmm. So I think as a beginner butterflyer or even an experienced butterflyer, experiment with feathering out. I always recommend it be around the top of the waist, also like the bottom rib. That last rib, see if you can start pushing outward and upward to recover, okay? Okay. I wonder if we need to make a video about this on YouTube. We might have some, I don't know. Um, I can't Nothing recall. comes to mind. Okay, so maybe we'll make a video for it on YouTube and then people can see it. Okay. So it makes sense to sure. them. Sure. Uh, and then the other thing, is how do you actually practice butterfly, all right? Because it's, it's easy enough to kind of learn because everything is working together. And once you kind of get those pieces working together, it flows. Mm -hmm. It's kind of nice in that way, but it's exhausting. So you can't really learn to do butterfly by 25s. My recommendation. What do you mean by 25s? By swimming but, it just for a 25? Right, because by the end of that length, you're probably falling apart and gotten exhausted when you're first learning or <laughs> even now, if even I now, do that now, I'm dead. Yeah, I'm so sure. out of shape. Are you kidding? Right? Or it's not really fair to say, do a 50 butterfly 
because you're going to fall apart. You're not right. going to learn. You'll maybe have two to four good strokes in that 50 or 25, and then the rest of them are garbage. Right. We don't want to reinforce garbage. So if you're doing more garbage strokes than good strokes, mm-hmm. we've got to figure out a way to change it. And my recommendation is if you want to use fins, don't use the mono fin for this. Use regular fins. Okay. Take maybe one or two fly strokes and then swim freestyle the rest of the length. Are we breathing on these fly strokes? No breath. No breath. Start learning without a breath. Okay. Um, you Just don't... so everyone knows, we're about to get some mail. All right. I'm going to get the mail. I you keep talking. had to warm you. Warn, warm you. I had to warm you. That's not English. I had to warn you. Sorry, guys. We do these podcasts at our Sterling location in the front office. So we get interrupted quite frequently. What is it? I don't know. No uh, idea. All right. So last time we were interrupted, we got like a pamphlet for Wayfair. So that was a that was a big bummer. Bummer how? It's not even that's junk. Oh, I got you. Interrupt for the junk. Sad face. It's mail. Most of it's junk or bills. I don't know about you, but <laughs> oh, I'm not people send me checks. So the anyway, mail can be nice. We digress. And I, I was told by you, we need to make sure we keep these the 30 minutes. And I would hate to go off on a tangent um and go shout over out to peter nguyen who thinks i'm hilarious so i'm going to continue talking how i talk thanks peter <laughs> <laughs> i hope that made his day um <laughs> so add it slowly right so maybe in a week or two you and doing- don't add it slow don't think that like you're cool you've got this you're gonna add it like even people who have been swimming for forever learning new things Learning, changing a movement of your stroke, you need to move through things slowly and only have your brain focus on one thing at a time. Otherwise, you're going to overload. You're not going to be able to make the changes correctly. Yada, yada, yada. What is it? You can only focus on something for like 10 seconds? 15. 15. If you listen to our last podcast, we talk about that. Oh, well, I wasn't a part of that, so that's fine. But (laughs) yes, so it's not like you're not special, okay? Don't think that you can move through things faster because you're cool. You're not cool. Well, your mom thinks you're cool, probably. No, your mom thinks you're special and pretty. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Got it. Handsome, maybe. I'm not sure. Okay. Uh, so you can add slowly, meaning you can start with one or two strokes of butterfly, swim the rest of it freestyle. Mm-hmm. But then in the next week, you could do three strokes of butterfly. And the next week, you can do four strokes. And once you get to a point where you, you need the breath, maybe it's after four or five or six strokes, then you can start incorporating Hold your horses non-butterflyer. I've never taken six strokes of butterfly without breathing. If it's 425, I, I will. Oof, maybe. All right, maybe. All right, yeah. you win. That's fine. Thank you. Um, it's very rare, and I'm glad that it's been recorded that you've said that. You are right. <laughs> um, so I don't want people working on the breath initially with all the other movements because the breath obviously becomes the priority because breathing is life and is important Mm -hmm. and so everything goes to the wayside in order to get that breath so learn how to do it without the breath first we don't want the breath to control the movement either or to cause the other movements to break down while you're still learning them right and so we want people to start initiating their breath as their hands passed by their face so as soon as we're oh if you're watching this on video you get to see a demonstration Right there. So if you can picture yourself pulling yourself up out of a pool, think about that. Both hands on the ledge. Where is your face when you're 
as you're pressing down on the ledge, your face is passing your hands, that's when you would take your breath. Right. Because that's when you're going to have sort of the most sort of support by the water because your hands are causing a lot of resistance at that point. Mm -hmm. You're able to actually lift your head a little bit and it helps with the timing as well. Right. You're getting your most propulsion here. Right. Right. Uh, not the most. Not the most, but, but it's, it's pretty. It's, that's a powerful part of it. It is the power phase. Right. It's the start of kind of a lot of buildup of propulsion there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I find I used to coach the opposite. I used to not the opposite, but I used to coach. As soon as your arms started to move, you would lift your head to breathe. So up here. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Because what you find is people have slow reaction times sometimes. Oh, so it and was so like, by the time they right. actually got their hands to where they should be in order to, to initiate the breath, it was good timing. But I've moved away from that because it's just, I had a slew of people that were, actually had good reaction time and started the breath too early. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and What can happen if you start your breath too early? So what typically happens if you start your breath too early is you lift your head up too high. Out of the water. Out of the water. Mm-hmm. And also your kick timing gets off. So Throwing you're, off your rhythm. Yeah, so your kick is supposed to kind of be pressing downward as your arms are lifting upward. It's like your legs are going to push your arms out of the water. Mm-hmm. But if you add the breath too early, your legs have no choice but to press down because you've picked your head up. Right. So it they have to follow your, suit because exactly. they're, they're what? What is the, what is the movement of your legs? A reactionary movement. Wow. I learned something. I told you. That's really good. Thanks. I try. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so if you pick the head up too early, those legs press down too early, then mm-hmm. you don't get the support your arms exiting. And then it doesn't, then it's not butterfly anymore. It becomes butter struggle. I think that, God, that was bad. I am, I am so sorry. Jesus. Anyway. Um, oof, I need a second. No, but uh, a lot of times when you're first swimming, I think, like as a younger kid, it's really easy when you're swimming butterfly in a meet. You do poorly. I think I said this in the previous podcast too. You're like, oh, my timing was off. I have no idea why my timing was off, but it was off. And you can feel it. And it feels terrible. You feel so bad. It feels like you're swimming through molasses. It's just, you're stuck. Mm -hmm. And you don't know when you're younger. You don't know. I still like, I still struggle sometimes. And you're like, oh, this, this part's off, which throws everything else off. So that one thing is going to throw you off. And especially if you're in a race, you're not going to fix it. You're not going to think about what you're doing wrong. Like this feels like crap, but I got to keep going. I have to get to the wall and you shouldn't, you shouldn't fix it in a race. Like you just shouldn't. But that one thing you've lifted your head slightly too early. And now your whole stroke is just screwed. I'm not one for shameless plugs, but I'm going to give a shameless plug right now. If you want to learn butterfly, you should absolutely seek the help of swim box for that I think it's hard to learn on your own i can't imagine trying to learn it by myself no if people want to attempt it after listening to these podcasts and watching some videos awesome go for it please film it and send it in god i would love to see that i actually really want to see that i love that that. suggestion please send us videos of you swimming (laughs) send us videos so we can see how poorly we've described this with words (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah i think just just like learning freestyle you're going to want someone's help well it's harder also when you're an adult your movements yes are no. set. Oh, really? I say that because as an adult, at least you have the strength for it. That's true. Oh, my gosh. Six-year-old right? Lissa trying to swim <laughs> butterfly. Must have been adorable. First time I ever did it at a meet. I was six. Just for reference for people who don't live in Northern Virginia, the youngest age group is, what, seven to eight? 
Or I guess it's eight and unders, but you it's don't usually throw a six-year-old. I've, I've seen as little as four and five-year-olds swimming. Okay, you're cool. You're ruining my story. Anyway, mm-hmm. I remember I had these giant purple goggles with those like plastic suction cup rings. So they were huge and purple and white, but they were old, so they were kind of off-white. And I'm this tiny little thing diving in. My goggles fall into my mouth like a choke, Ooh. like I'm being choked. Ooh, but like I a, have to go. Like a mask on around your mouth. Oh my god, it was terrible. That sounds terrible. My mom has pictures. I am Ooh. dying. Can you my get arms those? Can are, we put them on the podcast? Should, can you get those pictures? I'll try to find them. But my Do arms it. are literally just grazing the tops of the water because my my tiny little six year old body. I can't lift. I can't lift my arms out of the water. Are you kidding me, Coach? What is wrong with you, Coach Mark? If you still exist, why did you do that to me? Right. It was so like. So it's I so actually hard. I think it's a lot easier. To That's learn a really as good point. Adult. I hadn't thought of that. And I would recommend even uh, this morning, my or my second lesson this morning. Mm-hmm. She's learned to swim freestyle. This summer, she just learned. She's doing a great job. Mm-hmm. I told her I want to teach her butterfly next. Oh, I think, that would be fun. I think it just supports a lot of freestyle movements mm-hmm. as far as the arms go, but it also is a challenge. And I think there's there's nothing like a good challenge when you go for a workout. You get your your freestyle in. You're you're kind of doing a great job. Challenge yourself a little bit. Mm-hmm. See if you can do some butterfly. I think it's a great skill to learn for triathletes as well. I think it just reinforces their water coordination. I think it helps support their high heart rate at the start of a race. Mm-hmm. Right, so that that sort of approach I was talking about, you can do three or four strokes of butterfly and then swim freestyle the rest of the way. I think triathletes should do that every once in a while, get their heart rate pumping, so they have that like uh, simulated race start, so to speak. Oh, okay, yeah. And then swim freestyle and let your heart rate come down. I Not think that's to mention a great. what we already talked about, it reinforces the proper movements of the catch, propulsive phase, and finish. Yeah. Which you always need to be working on, and right. it gets really tiresome to only swim freestyle. So, like, don't think that just because you're a triathlete or you compete in Ironman races that you shouldn't do things other than freestyle because they support you. They support right. the other strokes. Your brain craves that. Right? Your brain craves new and exciting things. Yeah. So give it that. Don't, don't just stick with one stroke. I say challenge yourself. Learn something new. I love the idea of teaching butterfly to somebody that doesn't have a lot of background in swimming because I think they will actually learn it faster. You taught butterfly to your 74 year old client? Yeah. A couple months ago? Yeah. And that was awesome. It's kind of impressive, right? Yeah. It's super impressive. She did such a great job. Yeah. Um, so I th- we're at 30 minutes, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. 30 minutes. Nailed it. So proud. I know we probably could talk about butterfly and you swimming butterfly as an adorable six year old all day long i'll paint you a word picture um, i think the next podcast i'm not sure what we'll talk about we'll figure it out but we'll figure something out if exciting. there's anything you guys want to hear please let us know we've gotten a lot of really good feedback i mean especially yeah. like it's 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 been really great but we want to hear from you about things you want to know too because otherwise i'm just going to talk about myself and like what i feel like eating <laughs> and that's fine for like maybe eight minutes but yeah after after that's that. probably pushing i mean even that yeah we'll say maybe three right and um now we're official we're on itunes iTunes, we're legit so in order Mm -hmm. to remain legit i would like people to give us rate review subscribe exactly uh as always don't act like you haven't always wanted to say that i've never wanted to say that Uh. (laughs) i'm glad you have though that's why you're my partner i need you um (laughs) so 
always feel free to reach out to us. Mm-hmm. You can find all of our stuff on Google. Just Google Swimbox. You'll find us. Theswimbox.com. You can Google Swim Out of the Box. You'll find us. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, if you have anything you want to add or give us some feedback, you know, keep it positive, please. No, we want to hear all of it. He's kidding. Um, but hopefully you guys are finding these helpful. Mm-hmm. All right. Until the next time. Bye.